This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, gets to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Swings down the sideline, throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field and Garrison All right, I don't know what the heck just happened to our it just like cut off in the middle of it. That was the weirdest thing that I've ever seen in my life. But guys, we are here, man. Mike and Tony are here. Yep, fresh out the shower. Yep, with the bob on the head. Got a doc's appointment I got to run to. So, uh Tony, man, we got to break down these pressures. The Niners had a disappointing game against the Minnesota Vikings, back-to-back losses for the team. And frankly, we, got, we need to know what the heck happened. Uh, we're going to start with hearing from – we're going to start with hearing from Kyle Shanahan. Uh, do you have any thoughts that you wanted to share before we get into it? No, let's, let's, let's jump into it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's, let's see what, what head coach Kyle Shanahan had to say about the performance – or lack thereof, of his defense. Check on, but the only thing we know is sure that didn't come back was Demetrius Flanagan fouls. Um, he had an ankle, then return. Go ahead. We think it was a um, thigh contusion, but that's wait to see. What's going to stick with you about this game? The loss, losing. I mean, Uh, yeah, I was real disappointed that we couldn't get them off the field. I mean, they had one punt today. We had one punt. Um, they had one turnover. We had three turnovers. Um, so I think when both teams only punt once, uh, it looks like it's going to be a shootout. But, um, you know, we ended up turning over two more times than them, and it was a five-point game. So almost as simple as that. Um, I think Simon was blown on the on the touchdown. Um, called an all-out blitz, and he's got to get rid of it right away. And he threw it up and got a chance for a pick. Didn't come through with it, and they got a touchdown. It's a real bad play by us. Um, that stuff we'll discuss throughout this week. Obviously, I did not like the result. Obviously, I. Um, they got a touchdown. It's a real bad play by us. And got a chance. Um, called an all-out blitz, and he's got to get rid of it right away. And he threw it up, and got a chance for a pick. Didn't come through with it, and they got a touchdown. It's a real bad play by us. Um, that stuff we'll discuss throughout this week. Obviously, I did not like the result. Brock's uh, two interceptions seem similar in that he was expecting a 
receiver to come across. I mean, what, what was going on on both of those? Uh, I thought on the the first one to Juwan, he just missed the throw. Um, you know, I thought he just sailed it a little bit inside, had Juwan right there. The second one, then their softest can be going down without any timeouts. And he tried to lob it over a guy who was really deep. And um, it looked like the guy climbed the ladder and made a hell of a play. Uh, no, I don't, don't look like it. Um, I mean, last week I didn't think they had as many opportunities. This week it seemed like they did watching it live. I'll have to check it out on the plane. But, um, you know, we didn't have any sacks today. And when you go against a quarterback like that, you, you got to make him uncomfortable. And he didn't seem too uncomfortable. Uh, it seemed like he was fine. I haven't talked to him yet, but um, never heard anything during the game. Um, not much uh, you can do about it. I mean, we, uh, we flat out got beat. And I think right now you got to take it like a man. And we got a game here. And you know, I think tomorrow um, we wake up, it'll be five days from now. We got a team coming off a of bye week who's been waiting for this for a little bit. And we can't sit here and worry about what's happened before this. We got to make sure that we do everything from now all the way till Sunday when that game's over um, to find a way to um, beat the Bengals. And then we go into our bye week. And um, I just looked at our guys right now as we got about five and, eight, five and a half days left. Got to focus all on that and make sure we go in that bye week six and two, not five and three. No, I was just saying, he just missed the one to Juwan. Um, a little over the middle, had to have it a little more inside the numbers. Um, and the second one was just trying to lob it over someone in desperation. How did he play? I thought he played really well. Um, as the one, that, the one missed throw to Juwan was um, the, the one tough play that he didn't make. No, I mean, there was plays for him, just they mixed up their coverages and um, just the way it rolls sometimes. I mean, there was plays for him, just they didn't make. No, I mean, there was plays for him, just they mixed up their coverages and um, just the way it rolls sometimes. That was about Ayuk. You had uh, it seemed like he did well. You know, I didn't notice. I, mean, I didn't say his name much today, so um, it seemed like he did well. You know, I thought, um, you know, I, it's frustrating to only get 17 points, but, you know, the guys, you know, when it's a game like that, we just, we got to score on all those. And when you turn it over three times, that's three drives without points, and and then we had that missed field goal too. So um, can't do that when the game goes the way it did. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was tough when he missed that. It was nice that he came back and hit a real long one. I think that was 54 or 55, not sure, but um, that definitely helped the confidence, the one he finished with. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, now, he, he didn't look pissed. His body language was much better than what I expected it to be. On a scale of 1 to 10, how mad do you think Kyle was? Oh, he's fucking, he is so mad, bro. <laughs> so mad. He, he curtailed that interview so much. He is so mad. Bro, you, 
you said you spent all that money on that noise making machine. You should have hit that shot fired thing. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, man. I would. We know we know what the issue is the defense, and it clearly, clearly, he's not happy with with Steve Wilkes. One hundred percent. But mm-hmm. I do like what he said. As far as like, we need to take this loss like a man. Move on. We have five days of prayer for another team coming off a bye. So he acknowledges that. That now that is in three weeks, two teams that they faced that had ample amount of time to prepare for them coming off of a bye. So I want to see how they come back versus Cincinnati. Because Kyle acknowledges it. He knows it. So let's see what he does as far as the offense. The defense, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Oh, shit. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. But, right. I mean, I just think right now, and it's a scary thing what I'm about to say, I think Kyle puts more pressure on himself, and he starts getting more involved with the defense. Wow. I really do. I think he is that bad. And you got to think about it, right, Mike? We talked about this at nauseum. This defense is essentially the same damn defense last year. There's no reason why chose like this. If anything, it's been updated, minus the one position, and that's the nickel corner. But there's only a handful of play, maybe like a, a player two, where Oliver got beat. It was clearly on a crosser where he got picked, essentially, or ran eight. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I sincerely think that Kyle, something, something's off. We know the defense. We, you can see it. You can actually see it. Like, they're not playing the pass the same way. Um, and I went back, and I'm looking at the touchdown play right before halftime. It was, it was a step away from being an, a genius play call. It was, it was quite literally all or nothing. The only thing I would have changed about that, Tony, Gibson should not have been closer to the line of scrimmage. If you're the last line of defense, you got you to be the safety. You got to be the safety. Dude. Yeah, but that's the play call. That's the play call. That's the issue here. He called the zero blitz, and it was man up on the outsides. You do not, do not call that. I don't give a shit. You could put five guys and line them up on the goal line all the way down the field. Because if I remember correctly, they were on the 40, the 49ers side of the 50, right? Oh, no, they were on the Minnesota side of the 50 when they called that play. Am I correct? Yeah, it was like a 54-yard play or something like that, right? Okay, so they were on – Minnesota side of the 50. I don't care what you do. You don't do a zero blitz in that situation with 15 seconds. 15 seconds going into the half. You don't do that. This guy wants to call a play like that in that scenario, but the first damn line is to play off the line of scrimmage. My man's five to seven yards off the ball. Right. And Minnesota's going max protected. He's rushing four guys. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So if you block six versus four, clearly the offensive line has the advantage, and now you're exposing your back end with all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a sixty yard touchdown, man. I go, I Mike, I don't care. Listen, if 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 that was a scenario where, you know, I don't, you gotta have a safety back deep. You can't call a zero blitz in that situation. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not a good look. It's not a good look. All right, we're gonna hear from the players. Oh man, I believe uh, I believe Fred Warner was at the podium first. We'll get we'll get to hear from. Uh, but wait, before we, you move on, just one second. The scary thing is, right? You're a hundred percent right. That could have made him look like a genius. So that tells me it's not the players because the mm-hmm. player almost saved his ass. Right. And, and that that's what, you know, I remember saying this last night. You know, it's like the players are in position. The players are in position, but the scheme is leaving them vulnerable. That's the part that I didn't say last night was that the scheme was leaving them vulnerable. But the players are in position. No one's getting beat. If Moody was able to get his second hand on that ball, and secure it. We're not having this conversation. But essentially, that was the dagger in this team. This team drove down the field, scored, made it a one-score game, going into the half and getting the ball back. And because of that stupid play call, stupid and purposely knowing, you're in that position. And that's what Kyle likes to be. He likes to get that score before the half and come back and get the other score. You call that? Yep. Mm-hmm. You took the air out of the sails. The freaking balloon fell to the ground from 10,000 feet in the sky. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've never I, – I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Who's an aggressive defensive coordinator? Name one, just off the top of your head. A very aggressive defensive coordinator. Jim Schwartz. He wouldn't call that. Not, not. Wink Martindale, Wink Martindale, who puts the 49ers at 85% in that game, wouldn't pull that and that down in distance and time on the clock. Right. And it's not about a blitz. You could send five people. You can send six people. Not that, though. Not an all, not a zero blitz. That is crazy. It's crazy. You want to send five, I have no problem with it. You want to send six, I have no problem with it. But you're still going to have people back deep. You send six, there's five deep. Mm-hmm. Well, there's five from the second level back. Yeah. I sent you that clip earlier with Dante Whitner talking about how to adjust, and you're like, it's pretty easy, honestly. He said, you know, when teams would do that against us when we were with Vic Fangio, we would rush three and put eight in coverage. Now you got nowhere to throw the ball. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That, that tells you, that is a former player. Who played under probably one of the most prepared defensive coordinators or well-rounded defensive coordinators? You want to talk about scheme versatility? Three, four, nickel. They would go four down, three down. They would do man. Sometimes they would be a heavy zone. Like you would never see Vic Fangio do that. Never. Right. right. No, you're absolutely right. I'm trying to, so I got a doctor's appointment in a few, and I got to get weighed, but my dumb ass washed my hair in the shower, and 
I'm not kidding. I weighed myself before and after the shower, and it added it added over three pounds. Hmm, that was really dumb. That was really dumb. I shouldn't have done that. It was almost as dumb as Steve Wilkes' zero blitz call. See what I did there? See yeah. what I did there? All right. <laughs> Here we go. It's it's Fred Warner time, man. Let's see. Let's see what some of the players had to say. Tony, if there's anything you want me to pause, rewind, let me know during it, and uh, I'll do that. I'm gonna put you on I'm, mute though, but I'm gonna be able yeah, to see you. So if you, if you want me to pause, I'm just gonna wait. step out one sec. In All like right. two minutes, I gotta step out and do something. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can only speak to our side. It's just um, we couldn't get off the field. You know, plain and simple. We started slow in the first half, and then, uh, you know, anytime the quarterback's throwing for almost 400 yards, and um, I'm not sure what the third down percentage was, but it just too much leaky yardage, and um, yeah, couldn't get off the field. They scored on almost every drive that they were out there, you know, so we, we can't let that happen. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously people are going to be like, oh, why are we going to blitz in that situation? But you look at it, Mooney had an interception. You know, their their player happened to make a great play and goes in there and scores. Um, I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, of course, you don't want that to happen, but you got to overcome adversity. You know, I think the thing right now with us is we got to find ways to win the, the grimy games, the ones that it's not looking great, you know, and find a way. You know, obviously we can win 30 to, to 10, but – what what are we? Who are we? And what are we going to do when when we're down and we got to come back and win a game? Uh, you know that we just didn't play good enough on all in all three phases. You know we we got to execute better on you know on game day. It's not. I don't think it's a lack of effort or guys not preparing well enough throughout the week. It's like we just got to do it um, when we're out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we've shown what we're capable of. We got obviously just put it together and do it when it matters. Is that just, uh, the sense that you're just not yourself right now? Um, do you agree with that? And, and if you do, what, what do you think that's happening? It's hard to put your finger on it right now. Like I said, like I mean, we've shown obviously what we're capable of, like our best version of ourselves. Um, but at the end of the day, I I want us to be. I want I want our mental toughness to to go up. I want to win in any form or fashion. Like I don't care if it's if it if it's ugly. Like all right, we'll we'll figure it out later on. But like let's find a way to get this done. You know, um, yeah. It's back to the drawing board. Obviously, we got a big game coming up against the Bengals at home. We got it's a must win. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's got to get fixed. Do you feel like you're not, um, not being asked to play? Like, you usually do your more blitzing, for example. Like that's not characteristic of this, this defense over the last few years. Are you being asked to do things that are not fully done your way? No. No, I wouldn't say that at all. I think things are um, as, as similar as they've always been. We just got to, like I said, we got to execute. Uh, we're going to look at, you're going to look at everything, that, even, you know, that's a tough question to answer, right? Because we can see things aren't the same, right? And it's so much so that even in the example that he gave in the question, you guys are being asked to blitz a lot. And he's saying things are similar 
things look the same. It's it's not true. But what he can't do is go out there and critique his boss <laughs> openly. He, he can't do it. He can't do that. They're asking him straight up, things aren't the same. Can you agree to that? And he's like, no, no, things are similar. It's not true. It's not true. And it's not that he's lying. You can see that he's uncomfortable answering the question. Look at this. I agree. It's got to get fixed. Look at this. No, no, I wouldn't say that at all. I think things are um, as as similar as they've always been. We just gotta, like I said, we gotta execute. Uh, we're gonna look at you're gonna look at everything, even you know, with a even closer microscope uh, microscope right now. Um, we just gotta execute. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, he's stumbling for words. You can tell. Right. Right. Same thing that I'm talking to you guys about, finding a way to win no matter what. Um, me and him obviously just got to be better for the team and find ways to make more plays. It, it seemed that you ultimately tightened the screws against the run around halftime and then against a lot of the screen passes. That just come down to execute. 20-minute army trick turns men yeah. into beasts. This powerful special forces device emulates 54,000. <laughs> Yeah, execution. We started too slow in the first half, way too slow. Um, me included. That it, it was bad, hand? so we got to be better. This. Slow in the first half. What did you say? Look at the cut on his hand. Yeah, execution. We started too slow. Remember when he was grabbing his finger? Hold on. Look at that. I can't Can you see. Hold on. I'm driving. Hold on. Oh, shit. Be careful. Be careful. Never mind. No, I can't see it. His, his ring finger. And his knuckle were busted. Remember he was grabbing his hand? Remember we, they were like yeah. something's wrong with Fred Warner's hand? Yeah. Yeah, execution. We started too slow in the first half, way too slow. Um, me included. It, it was bad, so we got to be better. Thanks. So I don't know if this is sarcasm or not. Before we hear from Nick Bosa, before we hear from Nick Bosa, uh, Dan Holmes says, how is, it, how is that Wilkes fault? That not the D, what that not D line not get okay, basically he's saying how is it Wilkes' fault that the defensive line isn't getting to Kirk Cousins and now he has to call up these blitzes. Well, and well, I don't I don't know how to explain to somebody that the way that they're rushing the quarterback at the defensive line is is different than yes what it's been, and it's also situational football right. For instance, like there's been numerous times where they went max protect you know, keeping six and seven in to, to protect. Now, if you're going to say, all right, listen, guys, we're going to go four versus five, I think the 49ers defensive line is good enough to overcome that. If you're going to go six versus four, that is a very tough, tough, tough matchup for the defensive line. I don't care who's on it. You have four guys rushing against six. Do the math. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now – Clearly, teams have played the 49ers with going max protect, six or, or seven in versus four. Quick game, ball out of the quarterback's hand fast. Screen game. Learn them in, let them fly upfield, and then the ball goes over their head. So that essentially, that's three ways how you 
can beat the 49ers defensive line. Now, to the situational football side, he said something about, well, if you're not getting over four, Steve Wilkes is forced to blitz. I agree with that. But the flip side to it is, I don't give a shit. You don't do that in that situation with 15 seconds on the clock. I'm sorry. I'd rather rush four and then with no drop timeouts. seven. With no timeouts, drop seven. And you know what? You want to think, you want to throw a Hail Mary up. You put four guys back and they bat the ball down, whatever. Or you let him dump it off and try to run. I'll take that any day versus a zero blitz. Man on man coverage with no defense in 15 seconds going into that after you just scored a touchdown and knowing your head coach's philosophy. There's zero, zero excuse for that. Right. Zero blitz, zero excuse. I wanna I'm gonna show something here. Can you can you guys see this? This is a pass play. But I want you guys to look at how easily Bosa is thrown off. And then at the same time, he's not thrown off. He was going to this mark anyway. This is where he's supposed to go. There's two guys there. He's supposed to he's supposed to be in an area. It's almost like he's not even supposed to go after the quarterback. Yeah, they're definitely rushing differently. Look at this. Nick, that's Nick Bosa. That's Nick Bosa. And I'm not saying that he 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 can't be stopped one-on-one or anything like that. But there was no there was no effort to go through or around this tackle. This was occupy space. Set an edge. Like, exactly. Like, that's that's it. You hit it right on the head. Now, if I'm correct, they're in a situation where they're pinned against the goal line. Yeah. You're, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, you're not seeing no secondary moves from Nick Bosa in that pass rush. Mm-mm. So that tells me it's punch, get up, field, sit. You know what I'm saying? Punch, yeah. set the edge, don't let the outside man go. You want to you wanna funnel everything in between the tackles, like in between the, the end, and make the linebackers make the play. Right. But clearly they didn't run the ball on that play. That was a passing situation. So when you're going in with that mentality, listen, you want to do a zero blitz? That was the perfect opportunity to do a zero blitz. You have the 12th man on the field, with which is the back of the end zone. Right, the boundaries, yeah. Why aren't we doing a zero blitz there? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it, it's really, like, just mind-boggling. And I just think the lack of experience as a true defensive corner that has to make in-game adjustments is starting to show in Steve Wilkes. Now, hear me out. Steve Wilkes, and I said this on the overreaction show last night, you want to bring him in as a passing game coordinator? coordinator all for it. Because I believe still this team leads the league in interceptions from the set from as a defensive unit. Right. At 11, so right? he is improving somewhat, but I just don't think he can take that responsibility or carry that responsibility 
to double down as a passing game coordinator and a defensive coordinator and worry about the front and the back and all three levels of the defense. There is an issue with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. So hopefully, hopefully, Dan, that helps you understand how, uh, you know, he's blitzing and I get it, but it, these guys didn't the right situations. These guys didn't forget how to rush the passer. Nick Bosa has been doing this since before the NFL. He didn't just suddenly forget how to do it, which tells you that there's been a change. And someone else in here asked, do you think there's a struggle between the defensive line coach and the defensive coordinator? I hinted I at that so. last I night. So. I hinted at that last night. So We'll see. Because, we'll like, see. Wait, 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 just real quick, Mike, real quick. Mm -hmm. What is Chris Kosarek's philosophy? You hear it in the draft calls when they draft the deal. Man, I like your get-off. I like your get-off. I like your get-off. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing the get-off. Right. Yep. You're, You're not, not seeing that freedom and relentlessness and pick your ears and get up good. You're not seeing that. Now, intentionally being hesitant. Now, Eric Armstead, I mean, listen, Hargrave isn't playing great, but he's probably been the most consistent defensive tackle we have, and he does have three sacks. But what, where, what, who is Eric Armstead? What, what is going on with him? Right. Eric Armstead is showing nothing. Never mind as a pass rusher. What's stopping the run? This guy was a bull last year. I mean, statistic-wise, no, but you saw him like physically in the trenches. You're not seeing that this year. Right. It's crazy. Right? And, and everyone, like, like, I listened to a podcast today. I don't know who, well, I forgot. I listened to three of them. It was one of them. Right? Everyone says, like, like people were saying, look at Watt from Pittsburgh. He could take over a game. All right? Look at Garrett. He could take over a game. Nick Bosa last year, there were times where he's taken over a game. So why is it that it's only Nick Bosa that has the considerate drop-off in the pass rush, but all these guys don't? It's the right. scheme. He's mm -hmm. being restricted. Yeah. Well, let's let's hear what he has to say. Let's let's hear let's hear from his mouth now. Good transition. Good segue. Nice here. Is there an easy answer to explain why you guys been stuck for? Um, I think a lot went into it. Um, us not making the plays when they were there. Um, the Wait, way the game it. went. Stop it. It was, all right, uh, all right, all right. for him to say, take a deep breath and go, um, and pause in my head. He's thinking in his head. This motherfucker sucks. <laughs> it's how do I say this the nice way? How do I say this? How do I go about saying that this scheme is garbage? And this like, is let me go. Let me go. go. Yeah. 
this, this goes sorry. back to what we were just saying about, no, you're good. This is, goes back to exactly what we were saying about Fred Warner, right? Like there, he was asked a very specific question about the changes and he has to tell you a lie because you're critiquing your boss. You can't do it. You can't yep. do it. You know? Is there an easy answer to explain why you guys um, I think a lot went into it. Um, us not making the plays when they were there. Um, the way the game went it was uh, definitely played into their their hands, especially in the first half. But uh, definitely going to look at the tape and um, not not be too happy about how we performed in in the moments where we could have changed it. No. <laughs> what was that question? Did you hear it? I didn't hear the I'll question. Were you able I'll to I'll play it again and then I'll, I'll repeat it. I'll play it again and I'll repeat in, it. In the moments where we could have changed it. I can't hear it. He said, hold on. Moments where we could have changed it. He said he said something about playing quarters and uh you know there, there there's the all-out blitz which you don't get a lot of do you guys as a defensive line feel like you're not playing up to your standard your normal standard do you feel like you're playing up to your normal standard? no no um i mean we no Um, I mean, we, we have a lot of really good players on the D line and, and obviously a lot invested in it and, um, and you have to make the plays when they're there. Um, you kind of get lulled to sleep by some of the protections and, and when those ops come, you have to be ready for them and, um, I'm not sure how it went for the other three guys. I could only focus on myself, and um, there was definitely a couple opportunities there um, where I could have changed the game, and I needed to do that with the kind of player I'm supposed to be. Okay. He's All screaming right. for help. He's screaming like, <laughs> he's screaming. Do you get that? I absolutely, I 100% get it. And here's, Here's the interesting part. He um, he he's doing a really good job of not saying what he's not supposed to say, right? Like he is he is he is fighting his way through through this. He's answering this question through his teeth. But the truth is, if you if you look at him, if you listen to what he's saying, he said you get lulled to sleep by the protections. What does that mean? Yep. Like the protections were never an issue. He says, but when there That's are opportunities, protection. when there are opportunities, then you're supposed to take advantage of it. That means that they're basic. 
I could be wrong. I'm not not next to the nose, guys. I could be way off here. It sounds to me like Nick Vosa just said, well, they're not expecting us to go out and get sacks on every play, but on the plays that we are supposed to get them, we're not getting them. That's what it sounded like to me. It, yeah, I could see that. I could see that, but I also see it as, can you let me do my thing? Right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That, that, that's, that's what I'm saying, though, right? So yeah. it's a pass play. I'm not expecting you guys to get a sack here, but let's hurry him up in the pocket. Make sure you don't let him escape or you set the edge. And then, okay, this is one of those plays where we got to go in and we got to go in and get the quarterback on this one here, guys. You don't get to say this play is a sack. This play is not a sack. It's a pass play. Beat your guy. And if you get a sack, you get a sack. But it seems like that's not what they're being coached right now. Yeah. It seems like they think that there's too much control. This isn't a fucking video game. For the other three guys that can open listen, plays listen in there, there. And, and really good. I mean, we we have a lot of really good players on the D line, and and obviously a lot invested in it. And um, so now, okay, we bought the pieces, we paid for the pieces we want on this defensive line. And you have to make shots. the plays when they're there. Um, you have to make the plays when they're there. Kind of get lulled to sleep by some of the protections and and when those ops come you have to be ready for them and um i'm not sure how it went every pass play is an opportunity so what is he saying here every pass play is an opportunity i guess when he says the ops meaning the opportunity to freelance and go get the quarterback come on bro this is crazy they're, they're, and you have to make the plays when they're there you um, got big dogs I mean, on the kind of yeah get lulled to sleep by some of the protections and and when those ops come you have to be ready for them and um i'm not sure how it went for the other three guys i could only focus on myself and um there's definitely a couple opportunities there um where i could have changed the game and i need to do that with the kind of player i'm supposed to be um just uh Chip slides, chip slides, and then you get that op. You got to be ready. He just said something. He just said something that caught my ear. Did you catch that? I don't know if you're talking about what I'm talking about, but this. Like, I'm the type of player I'm supposed to be. Why did he say that? Why wouldn't he say I'm the type of player like I am when I'm the type of player that I am? Be- because it's video game. All right, Bosa, this is the play that now, you're supposed to get the sack. Like that, that's when, how, it sounds like that's how they're calling these plays. Yeah, and, and it's not freelancing. So by him saying what I'm supposed to be is like, yo, stop trying to control me and let me do what I do. Yep. Yep. It's too much of a leash on these guys. You can hear it, but listen yeah. to this part, Tony. Or I could have changed the game, and I need to do that. I did rewind it some, but listen. The listen kind to of this. player I'm supposed to be. Well, never mind. You'll hear him. Um, just uh, chip slides, chip slides, and then you get that op. <laughs> what? You're you're a defensive guy, Tony. What does that mean? Chip slide, chip slide, but then you get that op. Then you get that opportunity. What does that mean? Well. When, when he says chip, it's usually a tight end or a fullback that's hitting him. When he says slide, they're sliding the protection to him. Mm-hmm. So 
he's consistent. What he's saying is I consistently get chipped and the protection slid to my side. Mm-hmm. And then when they that's don't do it, that's when saying. I'm supposed to go. Come on, man. Yeah. We've seen Nick Bosa. We've we've seen Nick Bosa beat the chip. We've seen him beat the, the when they slide protection his way. We've yeah. seen him beat all of that shit. How many times have we seen someone chip at Nick Bosa and he's damn near pushing their helmet in the ground and, and going right around him? Like, exactly. Come on, bro. But it sounds like he's being told, oh, when they chip protection to you, we're not expecting you to go do anything. Just, just you know, occupy just those two guys. The edge. Right. This is crazy. Just uh, <laughs> chip slides, chip slides, and then you get that op. You got to be ready for it. First touchdown. Yeah, I may have got. Oh yeah, we we uh, ran a game, um, and they slid my way, so it's not gonna. It's kind of a wasted rush, but um, when you do loop inside and the center's there, but slid my way, so it's not gonna. Oh yeah, we we uh, ran a game, um, and they slid my way, so it's not gonna. It's kind of a wasted rush, but um, when you do loop inside and the center's there, um, the best you could do is try and tip a pass, which is kind of an emph- emphasis for us. And uh, I didn't put my hand in the right spot. These guys sound defeated, and I'm not talking about a loss in the game. I'm talking about they sound like they hate this defensive scheme. They do. They sound like Facts. they hate this defensive scheme. Facts. For, for him to say a wasted rush, I promise you, I never heard Robert Sala say anything close to that. Every Facts. pass play is an opportunity to be great. That was Robert Sala's mindset. Every play is an opportunity to be great. And you not, know what his other motto was, all gas, no brakes, and you're not Come on, it. man. There was one speed. There was one direction. Go get the ball. Go get the quarterback. Being conservative. My man said it was a wasted rush, so we got to get our hands up. Like that. This thing is going to go on too long. Some familiar problems from last week, or where do you sense that that was something you just brought up in Talking about their defense? No, no. We're running in the first half. Yeah, I think um, as good as we we think we are, um, every single week it's the NFL, and if one guy is off, then they're gonna they're gonna make a play. And Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. He was making some good checks um, against our looks, and uh, but yeah, I, I'd have to watch the tape to tell you on the runs. We, we try to emphasize those two-minute drives, especially going into half and at the end of the game, and we want to get off right the field back. and not give them any points. That was the difference in the game. Uh, we called the blitz, I think, all out, and uh, it definitely wasn't – I don't know how the back end feels about it, but Mooney was there. Uh, tough luck for him on that. He was, 
He was definitely there. Could have been his second pick of the game, and I'm sure he's going to be hard on himself and not blame the call. But uh, but yeah, it was a good play. But so he was definitely there. Uh, the blitz, guys, guys, I think. All listen, they're literally talking about the interception play. Listen to how hard he is trying to not say it was a bad call. He says it was it was an inter it was definitely a. And then he, he gets off of that because he realizes he's about to say it wasn't a good play or we didn't like the play call or it wasn't a good situation for it. You can hear him like trying to avoid saying that. And then he says Mooney was there. It could have been a second pick. I'm sure he's going to say, um, you know, I'm sure he's going to be hard on himself and not blame the play call. Like he's so focused on not saying to blame the play call that it still comes out later. That's a Freudian slip. We, we try to emphasize those two-minute drives, especially going into half and at the end of the game, and we want to get off the field and not give them any points. That was a difference in the game. Uh, we called the blitz, I think, all out, and uh, it definitely wasn't – I don't know how the back end feels about it. Uh, it definitely wasn't the – right I don't know how – the back end feels about it, but Mooney was there. Uh, tough luck for him on that. He was he was definitely there. Could have been his second pick of the game, and I'm sure he's going to be hard on himself and not blame the call. But uh, but yeah, it was a good play. But, um, are hitting home. Look at him. He's boiling. Look at this guy. He's definitely not happy. Holy shit. He looks furious. Guys, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, and I'm not, I'm not laughing at him. This guy's a Bosa. They're not used to being criticized and critiqued this way. This is not their standard. Yep. For, you can you can talk about scheme, you can talk about play calls and all that stuff. As a family, as as a as a youth, they have a standard for themselves. There's a reason why they all say we gotta wear number 97. This is who we are. This is them. It's in them. This is who we are. And this guy is fucking boiling listening to him say this. <clears throat> you guys do a lot of blitzes. The pressure still aren't getting home. It's leaving you guys exposed. And he's nodding his head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure is. This He's telling you what he's feeling by yep. not even saying words. Tony, were you able to hear what he said about the zero blitz call at the halftime? No. What did he say? Oh, I'm going to rewind it and let you hear it. It's right, it's right before this. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to play it out making some good checks um against our looks and uh but yeah I, i'd have to watch the tape after the to tell you on the runs we we try to emphasize those two minute drives especially going into half and at the end of the game and we want to get off the field and not give him any points that was the difference in the game 
Uh, we call the blitz, I think, all out. And uh, it definitely wasn't, I don't know how the back end feels about it, but Mooney was there. Uh, tough luck for him on that. He was, he was definitely there. It could have been his second pick of the game. And I'm sure he's going to be hard on himself and not blame the call. But, uh, but yeah, it was a good play by them. Uh, it definitely works out sometimes. I'm not used to it. Um, we're usually a, a rush four kind of team, and uh, it's a little different this year. Um, oh, but uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Hello. How many times did we talk about this? I, I even went all the way back to the Vic Fangio days. I said they did not do this blitzing bullshit this like this. We have always been one of the least blitzing teams in the NFL because we got home with our guys. Yep. <laughs> uh, it definitely works out sometimes. I'm not used to it. Um, we're usually a, a rush four kind of team, and uh, it's a little different this year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just kind of debriefing. Um, both of us had our moments and had some good drives, had some bad ones, had some missed tackles between me and him. And um, I think me and him try to take as much of the brunt of failure Who's him? Being who we are and um, the leaders of so him missed tackles like between me and him. And um, I think me and him try to take as much of the brunt of failure being who we are and um, the leaders that we try to be. And um, yeah, we were just kind of talking about that. Um, I think just being on our assignments, I think we practice so well. We were locked in all week. Everybody is on their job. Um, that's not the issue at all. It's just when game day comes, you have to execute. And it's as simple as that. Of course, yeah, the NFL will humble you every step of the way. And getting off to a 5-0 and start, you kind of get that confidence that um, we are who we need to be. And um, But NFL does that. It's good players, good, good schemes. Um, and we're going to face another good team this week. Uh, so we got to be ready. Oh my God. We're not used to that. It's not what we do. You got the press 
asking the best pass rusher on the team about them blitzing way more than normal and still not getting home. And he's like, yeah, we know. We know. We're here. We see it. You guys see it. We feel it. We know. This is a big problem. This is a big problem. Now, there's some positives to take away from this. I know it's going to sound crazy, right? But the silver lining is it's happening now. It's happening early. And there's mm-hmm. time to change. There's time to adjust. I don't know. I'm not saying Wilkes is going to get fired. I'm not saying he's not going to get fired either. But there is time. It's not about the players. The, the, the talent is here, guys. The is. talent is all here. It's all here. And I know people say, oh, we need better corners and all that stuff. We don't. We don't. The corners aren't out of place. The corners aren't out of place. The safeties are doing what they're being asked to do. Zero blitz. I said, where the fuck was Gibson? Zero blitz. That's the answer. <laughs> That's the answer. And it was almost a pick. If it was a pick, we disguise and, and hide all of the flaws in the system. We hide the, the error of that play call. Imagine if it was a pick and we realized during the game, like, man, if he had to complete that pass, there was no one to stop him. That was green grass. He'd still be running, right? But it would go unnoticed because it was an interception and boom, that's two in the day for award. We'd be celebrating, right? But it's this is an in-house adjustment waiting to happen. And you listen to what Nick Bosa said right before he walked away, and we got another really good team coming in right after. Yeah. We got to get back to the basics here. We got to get back to the basics. All right. <clears throat> I think the next person to speak going to be Brock. Yeah. But before we hear from him, do you, was there anything you wanted to say, Tony, about what Nick Bosa said? Clearly, there's an issue between player and coach. So, mm-hmm. well, scheme. I'm yeah, not saying wonder, they don't like him as a person. I'm saying what he's calling they're not a fan of. Right. Just think about it, right? Like, if they, he loves the nickel blitz. In order to run a nickel blitz off the slot, your outside rusher has to take a hard inside rush to clear that path for that corner. So essentially, he takes him out. He takes himself out. Yeah, you're you're eliminating what one person does well, so you can try to utilize someone else. Exactly. In hopes that they get home, and it hasn't. They haven't been getting home. That's the thing. I could see if. I could see if Isaiah Oliver had two sacks on the year through seven games. I could see if Fred Warner had two sacks on the year through seven games and Greenlaw had one and 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 Hufunga had one and Gibson had one. Like if it was working just from time to time where we can see you guys like it's paying off. You know what I'm saying? It's not every blitz is going to be a sack, right? We would say that. We would defend it. It's yeah. just, it's not it's not it's not even doing that though. Nah. It's not even doing that. No, you're right. All right, all right. I will. I'll. I'll. I'll fuck it. I'll play. Here we go. Rock birdie. You're up. Don't be surprised if an ad pops up, guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just a bad ball. Uh, JJ did a good job in his route, and um, D line got a, a good push on us. And I sort of just was trying to anticipate the throw. Um, at the end of the day, it was a bad ball, and um, obviously I, I threw it too far ahead of him. So, yeah. 
Oh, and don't think I'm not going to critique the offense because I am. It's it's coming. Don't think I'm not going to critique Brock Purdy. It's coming. Mm-hmm. High passes in this game. We talked about wanting to get away from the hospital balls. He literally almost put George Kittle in the hospital because he got him hit in the balls. Doesn't get much more hospital balls than that. So I, we're going to discuss it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a bad ball. Uh, JJ did a good job on his route, and um, D-line got a, a good push on us, and I sort of just was trying to anticipate the throw. Um, at the end of the day, it was a bad ball, and um, obviously I, I threw it too far ahead of him, so, yeah. This is the, uh, yeah, there's times where you, know, you get a push, but there's a timing of the play. There's a timing of, you know, routes and where guys are supposed to be and whatnot. Um, that play, JJ, was do- he did his job. He ran the right route, the right timing and everything. Um, I just got pushed and sort of lost sight of him and, and just anticipated it too much far ahead of him. So, um, yeah, that's just how it was. He did, he did a good job. I think. I, I'm gonna mute Tony, guys. I, I think. You want me to? You want me to mute you, buddy, or no? Yeah. All right. I just didn't want his his business out there. He's working. So, um, two things I wanted to say really quick. I like that Brock Purdy stands there and owns it and doesn't put it on the players. That's what we've been wanting to see. Um, I don't want to hear the oh we got to be better, we got to be better. I hate it when Jimmy Garoppolo go out there and have a shitty game and be like yeah we got to be better, we got to be better, or. I'm just making the throws that are called and all that shit, right? I liked it because it was saucy, it was spicy, gave me something to talk about, uh, him basically challenging Kyle Shanahan at the podium. Uh, but I hate it when he wouldn't take onus. Brock does it. He ran the right route. I got pushed, and I lost sight of him, and I just threw the ball, right? Bravo. Super-duper accountability. Accountability man. Give him a cape. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to say was we talk about all the blitzing, all the blitzing. And I just looked up the stats for this year so far. Forget the number of blitz, I mean, of sacks that we have. There is one player with a sack that is not a defensive lineman. God, I wish Tony was a no mute. I, w- I would love to hear Tony reply to that. There's one player. There we go. Tony, you there? Yeah. Oh, he's far away, though. He's far away from the. Bluetooth or whatever. There's one player who has a sack that's not a defensive lineman. That's basically saying that we're trying to manufacture sacks and pressures, and we should just go with the guys we have. It's it, We're seven games in. We're seven games in. In a normal season, we would be saying, hey, this is the halfway point of the game. Uh, in, in a 16-game season, we would say we're at the halfway point of the season. These blitzes aren't fucking working. Cut them out. Cut him out. Yeah, and Raphael, you're right. It's Fred Warner. Nobody in the secondary has a sack. Why are we blitzing him? No, 40. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. All right. I'll mute Tony again. I'll go back to Brock Purdy. Yeah, um, you know, 34 seconds left, sort of, you know, trying to strain and make a play. Um, that was, like, the shot within the play to hit um, Ray Ray coming across the middle. And then that, that middle safety. Um Tampa player, he did a good job. You know, just I was trying to throw it over him, trying to force it, 
got to learn from it. And I think I could have ran and, uh, you know, got down and whatever, but um, I just forced it. So Two things about this play in particular. Wasn't a fan of the play call. I don't – the Niners – we were pretty far from the end zone. We were heading towards midfield range. No timeouts, 34 seconds, and we're throwing a ball into double coverage in the middle of the field. Not to the sidelines, not a quick play design, the middle of the field. I was not a fan of the play call. Like, and I felt confident. I felt like, all right, this is the moment. Like, we're going to mark, we're going to march down here and score. I said it. I thought we were going to get it. But no, that was a risky play call just from the jump. That play would have taken 20 seconds off the play clock. Even if they completed it, the team's got to run up there, get set. We got no timeouts. Someone's going to fall on the ball, and some some lineman's going to be down, and you got to wait till they get set. The ref is going to be standing over the ball with his hand up saying, on my mark, on my mark. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And no, Justice, I, maybe, maybe other people did justice, but I didn't complain last year about how we don't blitz enough. No. Um, I think that there were people saying that the Niners weren't sack leaders, that we've never been sack leaders in the NFL. Um, so, you know, blitzing too much and not blitzing enough also aren't the same. Both can be true. Both can be true. Sometimes you can tell when your defensive linemen just aren't getting home and you got to send some extra help. There's instances where that happens. So it's possible people did say that, right? Uh, but it's all situational and circumstantial. But the answer to that problem isn't flipping a switch to the exact opposite and you just blitz all the time. That's not that's not the answer. So you got you to pick and choose. They, Nick Bosa said it over and over. With as much as we invested in this line, uh, with the great players that we have on this line, if, if you're going to go out there and get all those players, all these supposed pass rushers and all these gap stuffers and, and hole fillers and all that stuff, why are you calling for extra help then? If you were going to call for extra help, Leave the mediocre players that are th- there and let them be cheaper. And then you can put that money somewhere else. Tony, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Any thoughts on any of that before I keep going with Brock? No, I, I agree with you. All right. You did a good job. You know, just I was trying to throw it over him, trying to force it. Got to learn from it, and not I think I could have ran. And uh, over the middle, you know, got down, whatever. But um, I just forced it. So, yeah, we felt good just in terms of you know moving the ball. Um, you know, their defense did a good job with just different looks and switching things up and trying to make us high, trying to drop eight. Um, and so we were still moving the ball, and then we just got in the red zone and stuff, and you know, sort of, sort of folded at times. And so, going into the second half, we felt good just in terms of you know, hey, we get down, we just got to execute and be better. We got to play our way of ball. Um, so we felt good going into the second half, but um, yeah, that's just sort of how it went. Um, yeah, just within the game plan and and what they were doing coverage wise, you know. Um, they did a good job with, you know, sort of clouding his side and, you know, um, in, a, in a sense, double teaming in zone. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I was on the other side of the field most of the time in the second half, but yeah. I, don't think I just, to say anyways, that. you know. I don't think he was supposed to say that. 
It's not what Kyle said. They asked him, did they do anything in particular to take Ayuk out of the game in the second half? He said, game plan, and I was on the other side of the field for the second half. Kyle said, yeah, they shifted coverages. He he sprinkled that in there. They shifted coverages, kind of doubling him, but that's what they expected. That's what they expected. So their plan was to go away from Ayuk in the second half. Um, they did a good job with, you know, sort of clouding his side and, you know, um, in, in a sense, double teaming in zone. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I was on the other side of the field most of the time in the second half, but yeah. Right, you haven't had a lot of this. Not even looking to take it after the fact. That's on Kyle. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Um, you know, two in the row. Um, it's the NFL. You know, every team is good. It doesn't matter who you're going against, what the record is, or anything like that. We didn't come into the week taking this team lightly. We knew it was going to be a hostile environment. It was going to be a great challenge. Our defense was really good. Um, Kirk Cousins is really good. So it's like, you know, for us, we came in with the right mindset. We just got to execute better. But for me, and, you know, Second one in a row hurts, obviously, but we just got to be better and um, got a big one ahead this week, too. So. Last one, guys. There are thousands of fans here from the state of Iowa, repping the Hawkeyes and Cyclone signs with you on them and Hawkinson and Hill and Longwood. What does it mean to have kind of Iowa on the showcase? It's pretty big talent Hill, Hawkinson, and yourself, especially yeah, I mean, it's always an honor to be able to represent the state of Iowa and, and everything that they've done for us um, as players. Um, the great, you know, colleges within the state, Iowa State and Iowa, like, um, we're very honored to be able to represent the state and for them to come out and, and show their pride and, and, and their support of us. It means a lot to us. So um, we love Iowa. Christian McCaffrey time. You know, it really doesn't matter. If you're out there, you have a responsibility to your teammates to play the best you can. Let's fucking go straight out the gate. Everyone kept saying, oh, are you worried about him? Are you worried about him? I said, look, man, I don't make excuses for any players. I'm not going to start doing it for Christian McCaffrey. If you're out there, you're expected to go out there and perform. I don't want to hear excuses of, oh, he was hampered, he was injured. And he came right to the podium and said it. I fucking love it. Let's get the um, business, man. We love Iowa. Let's get the business. I was out there. Don't matter how I felt. Christian, how did you feel physically out there? Got a job. You know, it really doesn't matter. If you're out there, you have a responsibility to your teammates to – play the best you can and I can't make those mistakes like that early in the game. Anytime you lose it's a bad feeling. Um, I think we have a team that's hypercritical of each individual and you know we can't just let it trickle down and um, got to take a good hard look in the mirror. I know I'll do that. I made a bad mistake today that I believe cost us the game if I don't fumble that ball and uh, so I'm, put, I'm put it on me and uh, go from there. Lost the ball. Yeah, always try to fight, but when you... I mean, anytime we're out there, we believe we can score. It's just a matter of going out and executing. We just have to play well on game day. You know, we practice hard. Uh, we got all the right guys. Um, we just have to play well. And that's, you know, 
I, I don't even want to speak for anyone else. I'll just speak for myself. I, I can't I can't put the ball on the ground. I have to do better than that. I think he did great, you know, come in there and mm-hmm. do what he did. Um, you know, had a great week of practice mm-hmm. and I uh, thought he did great out there. No, I mean, it's still, you know, you just have to let the the anger fuel you in the right ways and, you know, come out and just be obsessed with executing and just doing your job. Um, we, we got the right guys for that mentality. This isn't a team that's going to start folding or anything like that. Like I said, we just have to play better on the game day. Thank you. That is it, guys. That was the last one. I want to thank you guys for checking out uh, us bringing you the show like that. Tony, I got a question for you, buddy. What's up? If you have the most talented team in the world, smartest, and they can execute every play exactly how you design it, does that guarantee success? Your beeping is killing me. I'm sorry. I don't even hear I know, because you're so used to this. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, say it again. If you have the smartest team in the world. No, no, no. If you have the smartest players, most physically able oh, players, right? And yeah. if if they are executing exactly the play that you call, exactly how it's called, does that mean that they should still win these games? Uh, Yeah, but if they're hindered and they're not allowed to do... I mean, they should. I don't know. I think the I think the answer is no. I think that if you call the wrong plays, you call the wrong plays. It doesn't matter if the players execute them perfectly or not. The wrong play call is the wrong play call. But if it's executed, it's a positive. So it, wouldn't it not matter if if the if plays we, executed, it's a positive. All right. I'm it's when make, the play is not executed is when it's an issue. But now, executed you can right. execute a play to failure so watch this right? i'm going to be very very silly here just to be extreme to prove a point it's fourth and one <clears throat> and it, the we're on defense when they snap the ball everyone runs back in punt coverage we call it punt coverage like we, we everyone fades back we give up the one yard on a qb sneak without any resistance Right, we can execute the right play call, but if the play call isn't right for the situation, or if it isn't right for the the moment, it doesn't matter how good those players are and how well they execute those plays. But you're choosing your example is severely yes favoring your point. Right, right, right. I, I yes, I did I did that on purpose because we talked about the zero blitz at halftime. We talked about okay. that, like just not smart football. I personally had a critique for the, the play with 34 seconds left, no timeouts, and you're throwing across the middle of the field. Not to the edges, not to the boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, I thought yeah. that was a dangerous play also, right? It's situational football. <laughs> now, back to the normal play calls, I, I think that there has to be some awakening from the coordinators, offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. 
after these after these last two games. See now, that's a two way that that's a two way statement because if the defense would have done their job, the offense wouldn't have been in the predicament that they were in. You understand when what I'm you, saying? When you say if the defense would have did their jobs, right? Uh-huh. Can you elaborate on that? Were players? Did you see any players out of position? The communication looked great to me last night. I didn't see anybody turning around saying, hey, what are you doing? You're supposed to be over there. They're pointing at each other after plays. I didn't see that at all last night. And that's how you know it's not player related. It's scheme and play call related. Boom. And that was my point. That was but my what point. I'm, what I'm trying to say is if the defense, if the coordinator would have schemed the right, call the right game, if D'Amico Ryans was the defensive coordinator, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right. I get what you're saying. I mean, they I don't know how much them. more – proper i could say that's it though they got to call the right plays you want us to be successful you got to you got to call the plays to make it successful like we're doing exactly what you want bosa's entire presser said that to me we're hey guys we're doing exactly what he's telling us to do i'm not even comparing o'connell what's the coach's name o'connell right uh yeah for the vikings kevin o'connell yeah Mm -hmm. i'm not comparing o'connell versus wilkes i'm saying the issue was kirk cousins was a step ahead of Wilkes because several instances he would audible out of a play and it would go for a chunk yard game. Wow. And the biggest one was that screenplay. Right. Where you saw Bosa, um, I think it was Hargrave or Armstead, or maybe all three of them came free upfield and they said, oh shit. And you saw them look behind them and it was done. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we even saw on the one play versus Cleveland with Njoku. Mm-hmm. The screen to Njoku. I think Steve Wilkes' um, kryptonite is defending the screen. He doesn't know how to call a screen, uh, come up with a, a play call to defend that screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, same defense as last year. Two different looks. Yep. So we got to ask ourselves seriously. I'm not trying to be a wise ass. What's the issue? Yeah. I think other than Brock Purdy and Christian. Well, all right. You know what? Uh, I guess I can say it. I think the offensive players individually blame themselves. I think the defensive players want to blame themselves. We heard Fred Warner say, uh, you know, we hold our, I hold myself to a higher standard. We heard Nick Bosa say, Fred and I being the players that we are, we like to take the brunt of the blame. Right? Mm-hmm. But they're, they're literally saying we are trying to take the brunt of the blame, meaning they don't even really believe it themselves. But that's what they're supposed to do as yeah. leaders on the defense. We're supposed to say this is on us. And so I think on the defensive side of the ball, the players have a problem with the scheme. I think on the offensive side of the ball, I do think that there is some account, uh, personal accountability being happen, uh, happening where they trust Kyle, they trust the play calling, and they are saying we're not executing the right way. Christian is saying I can't put the ball on the ground, and but he also said I won't speak for anybody else. Brock Purdy is saying, you know, Jennings was going across. I lost sight of him, and I threw the ball to the wrong spot. These guys are saying me, me, me. Defensively, they're saying it's supposed to be me. But 
sure, let's go with that. Two very, very different conversations. Disappointment yeah. nonetheless, but two very different conversations is what I'm getting here. So, And most importantly, yeah. out of all the players that were on the – that, that the depressors, they all took they all took the heat themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As far as yeah, players, like you know, like uh, Purdy said it. You know, I was all for my bro. Um, uh, Bosa. Uh, who else talked? Fred Warner. Like you're not seeing finger pointing, and and I think that's crucial, especially after the last two performances that they had. Now, clearly, you know, I think we all agree there's the issue on the defensive side of the ball. But, I mean, listen, we got to see where we're at. They, I mean, this is a – I'm not going to say a big. I think this is a huge game for the 49ers this weekend. And this is going to tell you where they are and where they're going to go this season. Yeah. All right. Well, Tony, we got to get out of here, man. I got stuff I got to do. I got to get back to work. I got doctor appointments to get to. And uh, thanks for jumping in here, man. Thanks for doing the presser breakdown with me. I appreciate it. This is a little bit of a IOU from last night uh, from the overreaction show. I had a good time, man. Um, you know, the Niners, it's, it's gut check time. It's reflection time. I really, really, really wish that we were going into the bye week like I thought we were last night. <laughs> I skipped the whole week, Tony. <laughs> I skipped the whole week. I thought we were going into the, uh, I thought we were going into the bye week, and this I think would have been the perfect time to go into the bye week. But see, now I see it different. I'm kind of glad they have one more challenge. I, I kind because I, I want to see what this team is made of, and I want to see what Steve Wilkes is willing to do. I want to see if he's going to man up and say, I want to see his presser this week. Well, I guess I guess my question is, how much can you change in five days? Changing, they could change a lot. He could change a lot with that defense. He can let those guys do what they do last year. And he can let those guys do what made them successful and do what made them highly paid players. Let them do, let them play to their strength instead of trying to take their strength away from them to play to your scheme. Right. Can I ask you this thing in closing? Wilk sits up in the, in the, in the top and not, he's not down on the field. So when he's calling these plays and he doesn't see the secondary being exposed, do you think he's making the right play calls? Like he thinks these are the right play calls because we're not getting beat deep. We're not giving up, you know, plays on the back end. Do you think that he's only seeing it from a bird's eye view? Like he's not hearing the players down there bitching and moaning. No, and I think the Niners need to bring in a fiery guy for the sideline. Hmm. Okay. I think they're they're missing that element on the sideline. But you got to understand something. The old school mentality is those coordinators sit up in the box because that's the best way you're going to get the true angles and view of the field and how that defense is playing and what's opening. That is the best way. So. I just think, like, like Fangio stays up top. It's the younger guys that are down on the field. But now I just do think they need to add that fiery piece to get in these guys' faces. And it's not a knock against uh, Johnny Holland, 
But Johnny Holland's an older guy. Mm-hmm. I think they need to add that D'Amico Ryan's type age group intensity mm-hmm. play to work with Wilkes. Like that, this would be the perfect scenario for for Al Holcomb to come here. Now right. the question is this: like you know that comment yesterday. Well, he didn't bring any of his guys. Well, his not the gum with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we're losing Tony there. Eyes and ears we're, are on the field, so he's up. <clears throat> there you go. We were losing you. We were losing you. There you go. Like Al Holcomb would have been the perfect piece, but he chose to go with Buffalo. Now, he could have been the guy that's communicating directly with Wilkes, and he would have been that youth piece that would have gotten these guys' faces saying, yo, let's go, let's go. I mean, Johnny Highland could do it to an extent, but you need that missing piece, I think, on the sideline. Wow. You know, I feel like there's a disconnect with the players on the defense and the actual staff. And I do think part of it is being up in the booth. I really do, Tony. Uh, you, you keep hearing Nick Bosa say things like, I got to be the guy I'm supposed to be. They invested a lot in this defensive line, and we, we got to do things that we're supposed to do. Where it's like, I, I don't know how to explain it. They're, they're taking the emotional human side out of it. And it's becoming like just business and pieces and not real reaction and, and feeling. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I'm going to find a way to put this into words, and I'll make it make sense to you guys later. I promise. I promise. Sean says, this loss so bad, Mike is on 8 a.m. and a wife beater. <laughs> it's, true. it's so true, man. Oh, man, Sean, it was bad. It was bad. It was tough. It was tough. And the crazy part is we're talking about two bad losses back to back, and the Niners didn't give up a total of 40 points. Oh, wait, I'm lying. It was 41 points. Total. Right. So, like, what you just said, you would think it's the offense, right? You would think it's the offense. Right. But it's not. Right. When you have a defense that gave up 400-plus yards – and, and like couldn't get off the field on third down that's the issue yep yeah yeah it's bad it's really bad man all right guys we're gonna get out of here thank you all for rocking with us sean thank you for the super chat i appreciate you guys man and uh we'll be back soon all right prepare for glory anticipate pain oh, God, but always God. remain faithful we'll see y'all soon peace We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners.